0: raise a spoon to grandma who always took all the hungry cousins to mcdonald's for mcnuggets and the play play slide have something sweet in her honor come to mcdonald's and treat yourself to the grandma mcflurry today at participating mcdonald's for a limited time
1: we have got four degrees sorry i got that right right it hasn't it hasn't gone up to like five degrees has it we haven't had some kind of massive shift oh no six degrees Ah, oh, everything's fine Sorry I said anything. Six degrees in the American Standard Heating Weather Center. The time is 8.16. So how does one build a city? Here in the state of Indiana, how does it work? Is, is everything predicated on, well, uh, Jim Brainerd and Carmel put in roundabouts? Clearly, that's the answer. Everybody, we're getting roundabouts. Or is it the idea that we're not interested in being this hub of all of these Fortune 500s and all these companies? We're fine being the bedroom community. Is one a success and one a failure? Is there a desire that is needed? Is there a desire that is desired? And is Indiana helpful in helping cities become what it is they want? Or does Indiana want cities to become what the state wants? John Stare joins us right now. The newly elected mayor of uh, Zionsville, Uh, the former mayor gave you guys a lot of publicity you may not have wanted, but there you are sitting in the chair before we get into uh, the the, the future from broadcasting uh, to public uh, service. uh, How has been the transition because you never know what my future holds.
0: Hey, so far so good. You know, and I will say this, you talk about a transition for me I think broadcasting transitioned. When I first started over 40 years ago in broadcasting, I think it was a public service, and that's the way we saw it. Um, As you know, that broadcasting has morphed over the years and changed into something quite different. So, I really see this as returning to my roots, you know, and and trying to do things that are going to benefit the people around me. Back then, it was a free flow of information. Now, it's maybe you know looking for some opportunities that we can uh, that we can find to make our town move forward.
1: Of course, John Stair spent 23 years as a lead anchor at WTHR, now sitting in, in the mayor's office. Uh, never mind the decision to run. It is a question of when you are, are a mayor, when you're on a city council, about the growth. And it's a question of do you want to grow or do you want the growth to be managed? How do you look at it? Oh, I think
0: we want the growth to be managed. Absolutely. I think I mean, growth is inevitable. And uh, it's, it's incumbent upon us to manage it as best we can to bring the most good for the most people.
1: So what does that entail? Is this about, hey, we need to attract more uh, corporate entities because we want that tax base? Is this about we need to have more small businesses because that's how you better satisfy the constituency? Is, is it about uh, a conversation of housing? And if it's a mix, what does that mix look like?
0: Well, uh, your answer, my answer to your question is yes, yes, and yes. It's all those things. Um, and we have to do it deliberately, deliberatively, and, um, you know, in Zionsville, we haven't done a new comprehensive plan here for 20 years. It's time that we do a new comprehensive plan because Zionsville's changed a lot over that time. The population has grown. The area has changed. We've uh, expanded by annexing several different uh, neighboring townships. So we need to take a look at, at what it is that people want, and it's got to be a true comprehensive plan. You know, that word has meaning to me, and I think that if we listen to all the voices and respect all the voices, that uh, in another year, year and a half, perhaps we'll have a plan that we can use as a guideline for the next 20 years.
1: As of now, talking to John Stare, the mayor of Zionsville, what is that plan? What is, when when you look at it, uh, and, and you and you ran for office. How are you explaining to people this is where I think we can go?
0: Well, I, I think that you mentioned it before in the tax base. Our tax base is heavily, heavily weighted toward property owners. And I think we need to have a better mix. Uh, and not only for our tax base, but just for the livability in our community to have more services that are close by, uh, to have more housing for, for people that, that can afford it. You know, our median home price here is very high. And, you know, I think, hey, I like our police officers, I like our teachers, I like our firefighters, and I would like for them to have the opportunity to live in our community too. And right now, that's difficult. I don't think we have enough housing to to bring in those folks. And, uh, you know, that's one of the things we have to look at to make a more vibrant community.
1: But very often, that is seen as either, A, bringing in very large uh, corporations that, have maybe have some undue influence or, or over influence or it means changes for zionsville one of the big conversations was do you change downtown that quaint beautiful uh downtown main street that you have and engage some mixed use put in some some big old buildings uh, the answer w- w- that was given by the previous mayor was no we're not going to do this are projects like that back on the table
0: I think that our downtown is the heart and soul of Zionsville. And if you've been here, you know just how special it is. I think other municipalities around here would love to have a downtown like we do. That's the heart and soul. We need to protect that with everything we we have. However, if you look south of our current downtown, there's an area that I call South Village. It's 100 acres. And I think that some master planning there can do a lot to support our downtown as it currently exists. You know, I think the way to protect the downtown, to protect our brick street, is to put people in proximity to come and use it, to go to the restaurants, to go to the shops. And, you know, I think that's what we need to be thinking about. So in the South Village area, we'll have an area that has its own personality, but it's also going to be supporting the personality that we already have, the most important part of Zionsville, which is our brick street business district.
1: The idea of personality could mean, look, maybe we could grow bigger, but that's not who we are. We want to grow this much, and that's it. Is, the, is there a limit that a mayor should be uh, applying? Well, I think
0: that, you know, the marketplace is going to dictate where things go. That's why we need a comprehensive plan so we have a strong voice in in how things develop. Uh, I'm not looking to, you know, recreate uh, the Mile Square in downtown Indianapolis. I think that's exactly what we don't need here. But I think we do need some some places here and some opportunities to, to allow for future growth and that are more forward thinking. And they're going to support what we already have.
1: Is there a business you'd like talking to the mayor of, of Zionsville, John Stair, if, if, Is there an industry uh, uh, on the large scale or a business on the small scale that you would like Zionsville to have or have more of?
0: Well, I think that uh, we're going to find our way in that. You know, Carmel has built itself upon those corporate headquarters and the arts. Um, Westfield is building itself upon sports. Uh, You have Fishers attracting a lot of high-tech companies. I think we'll find our niche here. Um, You know, obviously, we don't want to bring in heavy industrial companies. That's not really something that would would be acceptable here or something that we really want to have here something that's needed here. But I think, uh, you know, some more office space, some more living spaces, uh, you know, some more restaurants and more more things that are going to attract people to come and, and spend time here. I think that would really that would really be a good way forward for us.
1: Talk to me about your dealings with the the, the state. You're not too far from where uh, this leap district has gone in the serious level of controversy there about whether landowners were given an opportunity to understand what was happening before land was purchased. Uh, the the issue about uh, changing water uh, from from the Wabash uh, from West Lafayette and and bringing things in uh, is the state a worthy partner or is the state a fight in your as you think of your comprehensive plan for growth?
0: Well, the comprehensive plan hasn't been put together yet. So I have an open mind as to what that's going to tell us. Uh, As for being a partner of the state, you know, we'll take that as it comes. I have not had high-level conversations with, uh, with the state and its plans for the LEAP District. What I see at the LEAP District, though, is opportunity for us. As you said, it's not really in our area. It's, you know, 12 miles up the road. But I think when that begins to really develop there, whether it be 10 years, 20 years, or 30 years from now, that there's going to be support businesses that are going to be needed. Uh, accounting firms, PR firms, logistics companies, dry cleaners, dentists, all that all that stuff is going to come along with it. And I think there are some great opportunities for Zionsville to capture some of that growth uh, in the area of our town that is closer to the LEAP district in proximity.
1: I mean people... Um forget the value of those ancillary businesses all the time. Uh, mayor John Stair, the mayor of Zionsville, before I let you go, now is the moment. Now is the microphone. Yeah. What is the one business you want to steal from Carmel and have them come to Zionsville? Say it now. <laughs> Put Mayor Finkham on the ropes. What is the one business you want to steal from Carmel? Go.
0: I don't want to work with uh, Sue Finkham on the ropes. I, I want to be working cooperatively with her because I think, yes, we are competitive with one another, But I think we need to work together as well, because as a group, we're competing with Nashville. We're competing with Cincinnati and Columbus and and even Chicago. So we need to work together on economic development. And I think there's enough for everybody. We don't need to be stealing things from each other. I think if we work together, that's a better way forward.
1: If I said Scott Fadness and Fishers, would you have answered differently?
0: I would answer the same way. Uh, He's been been very supportive. He and I have been in close contact. And, uh, you know, one of the things, as you know, Tony, we haven't done well here in Zionsville is build those bridges with nearby communities. I intend to to work a lot harder at at having those kinds of relationships with our neighbors. Without
1: stealing from anybody else, give me one business type you'd love to see in Zionsville.
0: Well, I think that, uh, you know, there are some some high-tech opportunities that, that I hope would come our way. High-tech is, is really where it is right now. And, uh, that means flexible office space. That means, you know, the kind of we, nobody needs a, a 15,000 square foot office anymore. Um, they need smaller spaces. And hopefully we can provide some of that and, you know, give people the opportunity to work in an office part time, work from home the rest of the time. And, you know, build a, a future looking economy rather than an economy looking toward the past.
1: Mayor John Stair. Uh, did not get into a fight with Sue Finkamer Scott Fadness, and I find that disappointing. But I appreciate <laughs> you taking the time to be with us, sir. Hopefully the first of many conversations about the city and its growth. I appreciate you, Mayor John Starr. Raise
0: a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. And participating McDonald's for a limited time.